I'm Ashley Aiken. And I'm Chris Cerna. The wedding industry has unintentionally perpetuated a culture of chasing perfection at the cost of your relationships and mental peace. We know this because we've spent a combined 16 years photographing weddings. Together, we dive into the silent struggles of the modern engaged couple, like you. Our goal is to empower you to pop that perfection bubble, embark on the journey of self-awareness, forge your own wedding planning path, and and ultimately ultimately cultivate a healthy and thriving marriage. This Monday, I am joined once again by Justin Aiken, and I wanted to record a little intro. He just left, and I wanted to do a little rundown of what we talked about. So I like doing these intros. I like hearing intros. I like to know what to expect. Um, Justin and I go into our wedding day and the decisions that we made behind everything that we did differently, which we did pretty much everything kind of differently to the beat of our own drum. Um, I also, I didn't mention this in the episode, but as I was walking away from my computer, I realized it was something that I think is really important and can take decisions off of you. And that is that I chose my vendors based on the people that I knew. So I know a lot of vendors. I am a vendor. But even just from the, like my hair, I got my hair done by one of my best friends, Hannah, and I had her come and do my hair. That took a decision away from me and it was special to have her there because I had such a small crowd anyways. Like I got to spend the morning with her, which I absolutely loved. And then I did my own makeup and that was a decision. I used to do makeup for photo shoots, like long time ago, but I did used to do that. And so I knew I was equipped. However, looking back, I do wish that I would have brought somebody out to do it because that was probably the most stressed that I was, was doing my makeup that morning. It took me like triple the time it normally takes me. I ended up like starting my eyes over. Like I just, I do wish that I would have delegated that out to somebody. So it was something that I wasn't thinking about. And then my photographer was my business partner, which was again, very easy. We had an intimate wedding. So everybody who was there, there was like meaning and purpose behind it. Um, And so that was like a no brainer for me to have her, which did mean I had to edit my own photos, which wasn't my favorite thing because then like she went through them. So I didn't see the bad ones, but I put my photos on the back burner for so long. And I do wish I would have outsourced that too. And then My videographer were good friends of mine, Nick and Jen Miller of Wild Oak Films. They've been, they were like the first videographers we ever worked with in general. And that was back in like 2014, probably. They did a promo video or Nick did, did a promo video for K&B when he was also new. And so that was really fun to have him be a part of that day for me. And they took my creative direction of like, I want this to feel like a home video. I don't want it to feel like a cinematic masterpiece. And they took that and made it their own, which I absolutely love. And then my planner was another good friend of mine, Ashley and events and design by Ashley. And she, my dog's in the background cackling. She kind of took that creative design and Liberty. And I had her, basically 
I gave her the freedom. And that was, that's something I recommend to anybody is if you're not worried about the way that something looks, you're not worried or stressed out about what your flowers and bouquet looks. If you like all I had a say in really was like color palette. I was like, I want to do jewel tones. Like a, first of all, I've never really seen that done before. It was winter time. I didn't really just want to stick to a couple colors. I wanted to do something different. I was like, let's see if we can make jewel tones work. I've never super seen jewel tones work. So I want to make it work. And from that, I just like let her do whatever she wanted. So I had zero expectation. And that was the absolute coolest thing was to be able to walk in, not have an expectation of what things are going to look like and just love them for what they were. Like I wasn't going to let what my bouquet looked like or what my centerpieces looked like be decisions I was going to make. I am not a professional when it comes to design and I don't want to be given those decisions and that just be something additional I have to think about when it's really not that important to me and I'm hiring somebody who is good at this. So I'm going to let them just do it. Here's the colors I want. I did a little bit of pinning on Pinterest, sent some screenshots of things that like I like. And then beyond that, I'm like, you do you. I trust you. I am like that. You guys, that was the potentially best decision I could have made for my mental health because I really did walk in with no expectations. And so my I couldn't be let down because it didn't match what my Pinterest board looked like. All I could do was walk in and be wowed because it was like nothing I'd ever seen before. And it was freaking beautiful. Like I loved everything about it. And all I did was give the people that I trust creative freedom to do what they do best. If you have that in you and that ability, I highly suggest it. So I wanted to make those points before we go into the episode. Justin and I talk about basically a little bit of background on how our wedding came to be. And then we go into intentional decisions that we made. We probably talked about like some background for like 15 minutes. And then we started talking about all of the intentional decisions from the venue that we chose, what we did the night before, how we decided who was going to sign the marriage license, all the way down to playing flip cup at the reception, quote unquote reception. That's kind of really how the outline of this episode goes. And then we talked about what the year, our year of marriage looks like after that and what we kind of went through and not necessarily what you can expect or like will expect because everybody's relationship is different, but hearing firsthand from somebody who just celebrated a year of marriage and Justin and I will always be honest and open and transparent and Chris too. That's just kind of how we rock on this podcast. You get to hear like truly from us kind of how things were and you know, the changes that we've made recently that have made a huge impact on our marriage And yeah, so anyways, without further ado, here is the episode with Justin Aiken about our wedding and what we did differently. Hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Bridal Breakdown. We have our very special guest once again this week. Justin Aiken. Hello, hello. Hello, hello. It's so nice to have you back. Glad to be back. (laughs) I'm happy to have you back too. It's so nice being able to record. We released an episode on Friday about first looks and Justin was my guest host. And it's nice just because we get to sit across the kitchen table from each other and share eye contact for a good hour. It is nice. 
right? It's like your dream. Everybody listens to this podcast knows that your dream is to just spend face-to-face time with me. That's it. More time. Yeah. Yep. Number one. So this is great, right? This is great. We could do this every day. Right? Yeah. Just new topics. Eight. Left and right. Yeah. Just tell me what to talk about. Yeah. I'll, I'll go. All, all day long. Yeah. All day long. So Justin and I are going to talk about our wedding day today. And I've kind of jotted down things that came to my mind. I'm just curious where all of his thoughts are going to Ooh. spiral from. But why don't we start with us? Okay. No, people don't know you besides what I say, I which probably say quite a bit. I feel, I do, but I feel like <laughs> normally I I like shine you in a better light than me. I'm more the bad guy. Justin wants to spend time with me, oh, and I yeah, don't want no. to. <laughs> I'm definitely the villain in our relationship. Like if we had to pin it, yeah. Who's the villain? Yeah, like if you were, if we were, like DC Comics, you know, like I DC, would be. DC, why you pick DC? Why not Marvel? I was gonna say DC Marvel, but it doesn't matter because okay. I'm not gonna say specifics. I was just gonna say I'd be the villain, you'd be the one, the hero. I'm the hero. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, really, whoever story you're hearing is the hero. Because like, do you have any interest in watching like Loki? Do I? Yeah. Yes. I feel like in some scenario on that show, you're going to watch it and be like... Dude, I'm going to side with Loki. Right. In language, we watched Wanda, mm-hmm. where to some degree, she's kind of the villain, but yeah. she's our hero. Yeah. She's more of a... I think they call her the anti-hero. Oh, anti-villain. yeah. They do have a name or for that. something like that. I can't yeah. remember which one it is. But it's like you... You, you wonder you're, you're rooting for them. You're rooting for them because they they still have empathy, but they're they're bad. Everybody has their own story. Yeah. So you're the antihero. I'm the antihero that people root for. Man, that sounds worse than villain. <laughs> like you're not even you're not even a full blown villain. You're just like not a very good hero. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, Justin and I, our relationship. Yeah. Let's let's Us. get to know Justin a little bit. Okay. So Justin met me. Mm-hmm. Seven years ago. Seven years ago. Yeah. Our anniversary was literally like two days ago. Our dating anniversary. Today. Oh, no, you're right. Two days two ago. Two days ago. And we met at a bar. No, we didn't. Yeah, we did. We physically met at a bar. Yeah. But we connected on... on the interweb. Interwebs. Yes. Yeah. On the, on the web of internet. Yeah. I found him. We weren't, we weren't at a bar just... Casually. Just all of a sudden, like, maybe I'll meet somebody today. No. That was not us. No, that doesn't... Does that even happen anymore? We haven't done that, like, before or after that. You know, I was thinking... <laughs> I was thinking this morning. It's like, maybe I should take Justin out dancing. And I'm like, God, we would be the old people in the bar. It would just be literally the two mm-hmm. of us. But I'm like, maybe we should do that because that is something that, like, no, we like, had so much fun doing. We could go to Brickyard. Yeah. But we... We're getting to that age. I mean, we're not old. Brickyard, though, I think we we're would still old. be okay. But I have gray in my beard now. You do. To where people would be like, why is he dancing? Like, well, in the way you and I'd dance. And like, I'd be like the only one out there, too. I wouldn't care, obviously. Obviously. But then no. all these like new no shame. 21, 22-year-olds are just going to be... God, do you remember? the li- That was a life. Like, literally. Yeah. Actually, you didn't spend a lot of time at the bars at 21 and 22. N- yes, I did. I just wasn't here. I spent a lot of That's time right. That's I was right. in you were... Florida and Mississippi. Just making himself sound all cultured. <laughs> I'm fairly cultured in Southern culture. Let me just tell you that. I spent a lot of time Florida, in Florida, Mississippi, yep. Georgia. Yep. Not really a whole lot of time. Not in a whole ton of time in Georgia. But I've been there. Oh, Texas. 
A lot of time in Texas. Mississippi. Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> okay, been there. Lots of South. Oh, yeah. There's a, it's been a good chunk of time uh, down in Mississippi, right in the, pretty close to the panhandle. I was in uh, Biloxi, so I was on the coast. Justin so. was in the military. If I, I don't know if any of that tied together and made you think he was in the military, but he was. Mm-hmm. And so he spent a lot of time at like Texas. Yeah. tech school type situations. Yep. And that's why he was all Different over the Chinese. place down there. But yeah. So we met when he was in the military. Mm-hmm. I thought he was going to be this like really straight laced buttoned up. I mean, got himself together guy. I was back then. And then the, the man you met was. <laughs> then I married a man who is obsessed with playing. Yep, much more of a clown than somebody Free who spirit. needed to be in a uniform. Yes. Yeah. My yes. my uniform needed a nose that honked. More. Yes. <laughs> more yes. so. <laughs> yes, but we've hung the uniform up. Yeah. We've hung we hung the uniform up a few years ago. Mm-hmm. More than a few. Yeah, twenty at this point. Sixteen? Yeah. It's been five years. Wow. Damn. So Justin and I met online met then met at a bar mm-hmm. and first personal interaction at a yes bar. first personal interaction and then we were pretty much inseparable ever since that mm-hmm. like legitimately inseparable we weren't supposed to have that much time together so in the beginning initially i was leaving for a couple years because I had training that I was going to go do, and it was, I think, 18 to 24 months yeah. that I was going to be gone for. a long time. And so, that was like two weeks after we met. Oh, I had the dates. I had those scheduled when we met. So that was like the whole time we knew each other in the beginning. Um, we thought we, it was going to be just like one and done. <laughs> yeah. Situation. We figured that we met somebody that was pretty cool that was like, a, huh, maybe there is somebody out there for me. You know, I always wanted a summer loving, like Greece. Greece. Yeah. I always wanted like that summer fling. Like they made mm-hmm. that so romanticized oh yeah like i always wanted that and i never was somebody who could just have a fling yeah a fling yes Mm -hmm. i never could just have a fling and Mm -hmm. i was kind of excited to have a fling and then i married my fling so you still never had a fling i still never had a fling (laughs) now i won't have Mm -hmm. a fling Uh, that ship sailed that ship has sailed Mm -hmm. that time in my life has sailed you know it's yeah, fun. It's so, the other important things are Justin never wanted to get married. Nope. Well, that's not true. In high school, you oh. pictured that you wanted to get married. And then you had your well, heart broken by your dream girl. Kind of. Well, it's not. Yes, those events did happen, yes. but I don't think they had that big of a correlation. I think the closest I ever got to wanting to get married would I would like be getting close with, you know, some, some lady that I met and I'd be like, I kind of like her. And then I would just start like, fantasizing about what my last name would sound like next to her first name like i'd be like "Ooh, i wonder i wonder if that has a ring to it that's about as close as i ever got to wanting to be married okay there was no real desire to be like wanting um a wedding because like i never never actually cared about the wedding that had never crossed my mind never the wedding never the wedding i'd always picture marriage maybe eventually having a wife but there was never any the, the, there was no overlap. It was single Justin who had his his own plan, his own direction, and then there was like this gap of the time from meeting somebody to like being married for a good amount of time to where I was completely blank. There was nothing. I had no desire for that time. Mm-hmm. I wanted to skip all of that and get to the married. Be married. <laughs> you're 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 married. You know that's yeah. it. That's just, for for a while, you're just in a routine, kind of hit that groove and 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 sailed on. So that's kind of where it came from. Mm. Is there a reason you never wanted to be married? 
Well, no, because you did. Because you wanted to be married at that point. Probably, yeah. But there's probably a reason. Yeah. Um, marriages, typically, I mean, statistically, they don't... Uh, they don't work very yeah. well. What is it like? Every one in every two couples. Yeah, this is something something like that. Chris and I have been talking about. We need to do an episode about like like we always talk about all this stuff and relationships are hard and like wedding planning isn't necessarily the most glamorous, gorgeous thing in the world. But also like just be a little realistic. And this is the reason why you want to work on your marriage mm-hmm. is because statistically it doesn't work. No, no. So. I never, uh, I mean, I'm not good at gambling. You know that now. I'm terrible at it. Justin freaking hates the so, so much. Yeah. He, he literally will start sweating the second he has to hit like the slot machine to like Mm-mm. play. He's like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> penny, penny slots aren't cheap enough for me. I can't. Yeah. I can't. The anxiety is real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So gambling, it's not your thing. So when you give me 50-50 odds, I look at that as like, a, oh yeah, I know which side of that coin I'm falling on for sure. <laughs> So I was like, no, I don't even want to test it. Like the uh, only way to beat those odds is to not even like invest in them. Yeah. So that's kind of where my like philosophy on it came from. It's kind of just, it didn't seem like something that was necessary in this world at that point in my life to yeah. be like, and, and, and to be completely honest, it's not a hundred percent necessary. Mm-hmm. It just has to fit you and your uh, lifestyle to where having a companion, a lifelong companion, um, to make your life easier, to share things with, to share time with. Um, when you're younger, you have a lot more people around you that are not necessarily significant others. You have a lot more friends. I say more friends, but there's a group of people that you'll be around when you're single. Um, there's groups of people you'll you'll hang out with. And then when you get older and everybody kind of starts doing their own thing, everything gets very more vast and very, very uh, kind of picked over to where there's less amounts of, I guess, people in your life because we're all doing different things to where if you want to share time with somebody and just to have somebody to sit next to you while you clip your fingernails like that's better (laughs) than having nobody there yeah so coming to that realization was um something that kind of changed my perception on what marriage is and why getting um why marriage um Exists. could be beneficial yeah, yeah like yeah, why true. would you do it instead of just being like well everybody does it like we're in that boat right now where it's like time to have kids and it's like well mm. why are we trying to have kids and it's like well you guys are married and you've been that's married you so you're almost 30 just pop them out like that's what's expected so yeah. and um, you very much do operate from a if that's expected of me i'm not doing it 100 <laughs> percent yeah if it's yeah if it's if you give me that like it's almost like if you give me that pressure to do it, I'm like, watch me not. Yeah. I, I don't know why I'm that way, yeah. but I am. I can sense that. Well, I mean, I know that about you. I can sense that about me to some degree, but I I also wanted to get married. And that was something mm-hmm. I made clear to you early on. Yeah. And something that we battled for many years that like I wanted to be married and you were like, but why? Like what purpose yeah. is it serving? And that was like a battle. So this is like a good example. And these are, we always try to be real in real life and transparent, but this is a real example of us having like two different ideas. And then eventually I get my way. We get married. No, Hmm. true. It's a very common name. (laughs) (laughs) But how did, so let's, let's tell the people how that happened because you hear Justin's cynical perspective and I'm more of a, like an, I, you know, I idealist. Yeah. idealist I, i'm more like a dreamer in the sense of like it'll you, work i'm an optimist yes you 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 romanticize yes the so, so how did we end up married 
you want the short story or the long story? Short story. Short story um, to buy a house. <laughs> it's as short as that. That's really kind of the camel that broke the... No, 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 no. Not the camel that broke the straw's back. <laughs> the straw that was a tiny camel. camel. Um, the straw that broke the camel's back. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Is You always when, said you needed a... Like it, we will it had get to make it. sense. He said it had to make sense. It has to make sense for us to It was ready. never off the table, ever. No, because I knew in you our future... You just didn't want to get married just to get married. Exactly. Like, it, because it, had the, to, it had to make it sense. It was almost like because there's societal pressure on us to get married. That's not reason enough for me mm-hmm. to propose. That's not a reason enough for me to say that, yes, it's time. Yeah. It feels right. No. Just because other people wanted me to. I don't respond very well to that. Yeah. So it's almost like if you want something like that from me, you, you have to tell me no. Like, it's it's not a good idea. So... What came down to was we were coming up at the end of our lease for our uh, rental property. And we were talking about trying to get a house, went and talked to a loan officer for it. And then she mentioned during the meeting, man, this would be a lot easier if you guys were married. And it kind of felt a chill down my spine. But it, it kind of made sense after that to where it would be like, okay, so we're at that point in our life to where we're doing basically everything together so when well, we wanted to get the va loan that exactly and we, ha- well, we had to there's get the where VA the military loan. thing ties in is yeah. the va loan it was a it's a one of the best loans you can get if you get the opportunity because yeah, the low interest a, rate the, you don't have to put any money down exactly we weren't in a position where we could put any money down it was our only option at that point yeah, yeah and so, so justin's chill down his spine was like this is the moment where it makes sense i, I knew i had no out yeah and yeah. we'd been together for like five or six years at this point it must have been it was five it was five it was yeah, going it was five going on six because we've been yep. married for a year ish and so then we decided like we got in the car after the loan officer meeting and we were like we're getting married we were on our way to a courthouse wedding like, honestly we called my brother who's uh, an attorney to ask him legal advice on hey what do we need to do for this like we're kind of seriously contemplating this so that kind of lit the fire like, Wait, under us. are you guys are you telling me you're engaged <laughs> it's like do i need to drive down from kansas city to like meet you guys for something like wait a second hold on hold on hold on so my mom's reaction was the same too wait are you guys engaged and i'm like i don't know <laughs> i don't know true. i don't know we never got engaged no, it was it's, just it's like weird. are we getting married and it's like i think we're getting married and it's like we're getting married literally that was the answer i mm-hmm. think we're getting married okay yeah. we're getting married so we had like a four-month engagement mm-hmm. and that's it and short, that's short and sweet yeah and if any of this background, 15 minutes of background, shows you anything, it's that like we truly do need to have intention and purpose and reason behind what we're doing. And we, especially Justin, don't blindly right. follow because society tells us to blindly follow. Mm-hmm. And so our wedding and in our like private Facebook community, the bridal breakdown community, people have said they want like real ideas on things that they can do to weave in more intention and purpose. Mm. Something we talk about on the podcast all the time is defining your wedding why. Figuring out your wedding why. Why are you celebrating your marriage with a wedding? And then having that be your foundation for all of your decisions. It relieves pressure. It is kind of like your North Star when you start to freak out about napkins and which color napkins to get. You can be like, okay, 
why am I getting married again? Or why am I having a wedding again? Right. To bring I am I am doing this to bring my two families together. That was our why. Mm-hmm. We're bringing our two families together. Napkins have nothing to do with that why. They're not going to enhance that why. They're not going to dehance that why. Is that a word? It is now. <laughs> so so who gives a shit about what color those napkins are? Mm-hmm. And so it can kind of help ground you and be like, wait, why am I putting all of these like this stress into this basket that doesn't matter? And so every decision that Justin and I made were around our why, mm-hmm. which we determined was to bring our two families mm-hmm. together and like the unifying of two families. Right. And when you figure your why out, hopefully knowing that about ours it can help inspire you when making decisions surrounding your own. We do have an episode. I don't know the episode number, but it's called You Do You, Defining Your Wedding Why. And Chris and I go into pretty much the exercise Justin and I did to figure out what our why was. And it's very grounding. You'll leave feeling very good. Highly, highly, highly recommend checking that out. You Do You, Defining Your Wedding Why, pairing it with this episode. And yeah, mm-hmm. I think it'll help you a lot. So what we wanted obviously we knew our why we figured out what our why was justin had to have a ton of say in that because of the way justin's mind is wired he (laughs) he very much has to be on board and we needed to build the uh build that first for me to be able to like kind of wrap everything else around yeah pour the foundation in order to build the castle yep so i i knew i wanted two things for sure. And you were on board with one. The other one you didn't Ooh, give a shit about. Oh, cake pops. Oh, cake pops. That's three. <laughs> Dude, if you're in Wichita and aren't using Buckingham cakes, hire Buckingham Jeez. cakes for her cookie pops. So good. If you're like Oreo, um, even if you, I don't, oh, they're so good. Yeah, I'm not, I, I like Oreo. I'm not crazy about Oreo. Like me. But these things are delicious they just had them at a wedding that justin was working with a planner at because he's multifaceted Mm -hmm. he was working with the planner i was photographing it they had these cookie pops they flew off the shelves in seconds (laughs) people were were racing people were waiting for me to take them out of the box they were in to put them on the shelf so they could take them they didn't want to take them from me that was too soon (laughs) but as soon as they left my hand they were like fair game mm-hmm. and it was like vultures on a carcass it was they were all over them it was intense so mm-hmm. good yeah Bucking i even I, well i won't admit what i did with one but i, I had to find one in a con- conspicuous place and that's the one i had yeah i well i can't have them anymore but no very very delicious so good highly recommend so i knew i wanted those those ended up being our name cards so they had names on them for like our table setting so instead of just having a piece of paper we and put names on them. That was cute. Was that our wedding or our reception? Wedding. Wedding. Okay. We're talking about our wedding today. Okay. Justin and I had an additional reception. And right. this was pre the pan, the panty coming around. Yep. This was pre that. And we still planned on doing it with like a ceremony and then a reception yeah. a few months later, which is bizarre. We, yeah, we didn't really even, it wasn't COVID related. Because when we did our wedding, as small as it was, all of our preparations were for just a small, quick, intimate wedding. Bringing two people together, or two families families together. together. And then COVID hit, and it was like, our wedding became a potential template for other people to be able to have a small, intimate ceremony. Yeah, it was cool. Mm -hmm. It was really cool. So... That was one of the three things that I guess was in must for the wedding was oh, yeah. the cookie pops. Oh, yeah. 
the other thing was we both wanted everyone to stay in a place for a weekend. We knew that deep down, no matter what, we wanted it to be a weekend getaway because we didn't want it to be at home where people could just go back to their house Mm -hmm. and like do a little, what do they call that? Irish goodbye. Irish goodbye. Yeah, we didn't want anything like that. We wanted everybody to be away from home, away from the stressors of the dishes in the sink. And so we... Mm -hmm. Leave all that behind. We also, in that, wanted it to be in Kansas because... Yeah, Kansas is very special to both of us. It's home. For many reasons. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's our... It's it's always been like home base. Even for you, moving around. Like, it's kind of home base. where we always kept coming back to. So... We knew we wanted it to be in Kansas and we knew that it, we wanted it to be away. Mm-hmm. Justin's has his brother lives in Kansas City. We are all in Wichita. So we didn't want to do it either of those two places. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so that was mm-hmm. a must was everyone together for a weekend. The place had to be able to house all of us. And then I also really wanted a fancy plated served dinner. Because if we only had 13 people coming to the wedding. It was more manageable that way. Though. I'm like... Let's have somebody serve us dinner and be all like fancy. Like I really, really, really wanted that. Those were my two musts. That second must did not happen. What did we do for food? I don't even remember. Olive Garden. Is that right? Yeah. Because so I went to the only place that would do this like dinner that I wanted. Went and tried it. It was subpar food. It was like not even great. I remember this. Your mom went with me. Your mm-hmm. mom and Ashley, my planner. And The food was subpar and it was going to be for 13 people. It was going to be $1,800. Oh yeah. And the food was subpar $1,800. And whenever they sent me the menu, it was like going to be like 15 bucks a plate or something. 15 to 20. I think it was going to be like $18 a plate. So I was like, cool. 20 bucks a person. Like that's not, that's not bad. No, that's Yeah. Like it's reasonable. It's like just a smidgen bit. Yeah. Pricey, and that's just for the entree because then you got to do the sides and stuff. But I was like, it's not that bad. And then she gave me, I was like, how, this, how does it add up? It must I have been some like don't expensive understand. mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Oh my God. I literally was like, nope, no. When she handed me the quote, I looked at my planner and I was like, absolutely not. We are not doing this. No. And so we ended up doing Olive Garden. Yeah, I think that was like the only, one of the only options from where we got married that could actually yeah. get food trucks there. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's what we, that, that was our musts. I don't even remember. That's fake. You don't that, remember the food? Not at all. That's it's, it's Olive Garden. Yeah. But <laughs> how, I couldn't do that anymore now that I'm gluten free. I couldn't have had any of the food that we had. It was all gluten. Yeah. That was one was. big plate of gluten. Yeah, it yeah. was. So, going into the wedding, we knew our why and I knew like my priorities, plus the photographer and the videographer, but I knew those things going into it. I knew my vendors. I am a vendor. It was very easy for me to do that. And I got married in an off season because I'm a photographer. So I got married in March. Everybody was going to be available. available. I wasn't busy. It was really honestly an easy decision. And yeah, so like we made our list of priorities and those were them. From this point on, this is when it gets fun. This is when like the... And starting to weave as much intention into the day as we could. And here's the point where hopefully it gets really inspiring for you. So I'm making a note really quick so that this is easier for Chris is editing you guys. And so he's going to be 
since he's not here I like have to give him little like marks okay so intentional decisions intentional decisions ready yeah the venue that was an intentional decision yeah we got married in the Flint Hills because it was mm-hmm. beautiful it was going to be somewhere where people it was home for us Kansas mm-hmm. but it was far enough away from everybody it was like a two and a half hour drive for everybody and we all stayed at a place that could sleep all of us except one and my brother just had to sleep on an air mattress which was fine poor Ben poor Ben always getting the short end of the stick (laughs) so then aside from the venue being super intentional we I'm just going to kind of start from the beginning of the day and work towards the end of the day Mm -hmm. and the rehearsal dinner quote-unquote rehearsal dinner So the day that we all got there was Friday. And that day we, for food, did pizza shuttle, which was absolutely awful, actually. I agree. And I've had so much pizza shuttle in my life that was just, like, I would eat the box it came in. It was so good. Yeah. Must have got a bad batch. Okay. And so why did we get pizza shuttle? I remember I really wanted pizza shuttle. Pizza shuttle, I used to live in Lawrence for a couple years and pizza shuttle was my absolute jam they're one of the few uh pizza places that i've ever been to that does a cream cheese sauce and i'm one of the weirdos that likes pineapple and chicken i mean i can't even tell you the joy that it brought me to eat these pizzas so yeah that was one of those where it was like let's have this for our dinner let's see it let's let it why not bring back all that nostalgia it was not great didn't bring back all that nostalgia no no it's not great and i do i yeah yeah, no i won't go deeper into that but that was an intentional decision that we made that yeah and now that i think about it it made a lasting memory because if it was delicious and it would have been like delicious but it was like the fact that we it it might you know in complete honesty it might have tasted the exact same it's been years since i've had it drunk yeah exactly yeah i don't know if i've ever had pizza shuttle sober right interesting much different yeah much different. it hits different mm-hmm. it's not that 2 a.m just left the bar oh, there's nothing like it so we did that for the rehearsal dinner portion which we just like grazed and ate and mm-hmm. then we also played cornhole we had a cornhole tournament yep. justin and i are very into games like love games yep. especially at this love season playing. in this season of our lives like we had game nights with our friends at least monthly mm-hmm. like we loved games so we borrowed a cornhole set from our friends took it up to Manhattan and had a cornhole tournament and the winner of the cornhole tournament was going to be the one that signed our marriage license yeah because we I mean I don't have a big family we don't have big families but we didn't know how to pick was it two people right two people to sign our um, marriage license it's like you, you just draw out of a hat do you just like, pick how do you two, pick how do you pick the two most special people right like, a nobody, lot of times it's made of no honor hierarchy and- Made of honor and best man, mm-hmm. and but we didn't, we didn't have, have that. that. We didn't have any of the traditional stuff, so we were like, "Well, what could be a fun alternative that's kind of on brand for us?" And it was basically randomize it and let's make it a game. Yeah, to where it doesn't Games it doesn't matter. It, it was kind of like our way of telling um, the people we love the most. We don't really care which one of you signs it. Because collectively you were all going to sign it, but there's only going to be a couple names on it. So it was like everybody gets to participate in this, um, but at the end of the day we need signatures on this document. Yep. So everybody got to participate in that event. Yeah. And 
who ended up signing it. It's really funny. It was who out of all the people to win, mm -hmm. it was our brothers who were on one team in the finals. It was my little brother and your little brother, mm -hmm. which your little brother couldn't have even signed it in the first place because he mm -hmm. was like 12. Yeah. He might have even he would have had to have a surrogate. <laughs> yeah. For sure. And then my brother. Yep. And then on the opposing team was our sister-in-law, Michaela, and your mom's boyfriend, mm -hmm. Lawson. And Lawson and Michaela won. So we yeah. got sister-in-law and mom's boyfriend to sign. And mom's boyfriend has been in the picture since I've been in the picture. Yeah. So he's family. But it was just funny how that worked out. So apparently not everybody's great at cornhole. I should have warned them. <laughs> you guys like, practice. You guys need to, you guys need serious to business. Dust off your toss game. Right? Yeah. There's high stakes. Yeah. So. High, high, high stakes. And then after that, we played karaoke. Again, in the theme of Justin and I just want yep. to play. Just let loose, too. Because like yeah. a, lot of the, a lot of the times, things get very stagnant and stressful. Um, and sometimes if you just have a bunch of pent-up anxiety, things kind of can go awry. So... Let's kind of cut it off at the knees, loosen the um, tension, let's have some fun, get everybody out of their comfort zone a little bit during something that is already getting you out of your comfort zone. It's almost like you're trying to fight fire with fire. Yeah. So we just wanted to kind of let everybody be themselves, relax, and... Do something that was also true to us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So... After that, that was the rehearsal. I don't think we really did anything else. What night was it when we played that game? Was that our wedding night? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then the next morning. Both those days run together for me because it's all in the same place, same, same venue. Place. So that was another cool thing that we kind of did to where I don't actually, is it disseminate? Is that the, the, between the two? The, differentiate. Our, differentiate. There you go. Between our um, rehearsal dinner or like the Friday and the Saturday, they both kind of feel like the same day. So like our wedding feels like it was incredibly long um, because we spent so much time in the same place with the same amount of people. And that was another thing we did on purpose. That was an intentional decision that we made is to spend that extra time in the same space together um, during this moment in our mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. I agree. And a lot of these decisions Justin and I made from, well... You already know Justin's reasoning. He wants to do things very against the grain. But for me, it was I've seen so many people get married and have weddings and be stressed. And like we're like, how can we make it the least stressed possible and just feel as natural as possible? And I even told that to my vendors. Like, I don't want to be really spoken to very much besides like actual interactions. But like, I don't need you guys to stage me. Like, I just want to like live in the day. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so that's what we did. And that was like the foundation from the wedding morning, Justin and I, A, slept together. We shared a bed. He went to bed way earlier than I did. <laughs> and I stayed up late. He went to, this was both nights he went to bed early. Um, but we stayed together, which that's our comfort to having each other. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to stay true to who we were. And who we are is we stay together. Like, I, I don't need to personally... I think it's kind of special when people s do stay apart, but I also think that it's so comforting. You already can't sleep the night before. Like I still couldn't sleep and I was sleeping next to you. Right. And there was only 13 people in attendance and I still struggled to sleep. Like yeah. I don't think I got to bed till four o'clock in the yeah. morning. And, and it made more sense logistically for us to stay together because we were at a space that was limited on, we were at a venue that was limited on space. Yeah. So 
if we had to sleep in separate places, we'd be bunking with other people. We would just be making it more complicated than it needed to be. And that was also kind of on brand with us is to keep everybody together. And then like, I mean, whenever we go to Houston or wherever we go camping or something, everybody couples up, partners up, you Mm -hmm. get with your person and that's how you get the most condensed amount of people in the, you know, the same space, space. you know? So like, that's kind of what we do anyway. Mm -hmm. Um, And we just want to keep it, keep it uh, the same. Yeah. Yeah. So we woke up in the morning and we, I started getting ready. Everybody's like eating together in the same room. We, the girls start getting their hair and makeup done. Well, not makeup. We all did our own makeup, but you and I didn't separate until until the dress around the dress when it was like, okay, now it's the that time Justin thing, that you should go. You didn't show me what wedding dress you bought. That was something that you wanted to remain special um, for me to see the first time during our first look. So yes. that was the only like traditional thing mm-hmm. that um, we kind of held on to from day one yeah there are some pictures of me like fixing your hair and like I, my hair my my hair is getting done I don't know if you saw my makeup finish I don't think you did because I think I finished that in like the last second mm-hmm. but you saw my hair getting done and my hair is getting done as I'm fixing your hair which was really sweet like I look back at that morning really fondly mm-hmm. of us like kind of spending the morning together but still being apart to yeah. a degree and yeah. I did a wedding the other day where they kind of did that too and her dress was even like laid out on the bed. Like he'd already seen it. He'd just never seen it on her. Mm. And it was still really freaking special. Yeah. It's it so wild the way people do just are feeling empowered to do it their way. Yeah. Whatever that means. That's awesome. So the morning we did that. Mm. We spent the day together and then you went upstairs to get ready in your green suit. Yep. Your green wool suit green that queen. only works in the wintertime. We found that out. And then I got ready with my mom mm-hmm. and got my dress on. And then I gave them gifts, which is all, none of that's super abnormal. I didn't do a first look with my dad um, in the traditional sense. I just, when I got ready, I, he like went in the other room while I'm getting ready. And then he came into the room and then I gave them a gift and went out to go see Justin, which was upstairs. So as I like leave this room, everybody's waiting kind of for the ceremony because it's going to be first look and then ceremony immediately after and everybody's gathered in this room so like I see everybody else first like I see my brother and I'm like hugging people and then I go up the stairs to go see Justin and the first look that we did was not abnormal because it was just a first look but we definitely didn't do it super staged like you were turned around so when I walked in the room so we could still have that that moment yeah Yeah. and I came in and I said okay now's the time you can turn around and Justin got a little flustered yeah that's when a lot of emotion started hitting me right at that moment and nothing was uh nothing up until that point was really getting to me making me in my feels or anything um but there was something about being in that room together where it was like we're sharing this and the fact that I've seen so many first looks at this point in in our relationship like I've been a part of a lot of different weddings I've seen a lot of first looks I've seen how they happen and I've never been able to feel what the groom is feeling having other people there um, that anticipation that's building up and even our anticipation wasn't as grand as some of the other couples who will you know stay the night apart won't see each other for yes. almost 24 hours we'd only not like seen that. each other for like two hours this was like yeah I saw you like half an hour ago mm-hmm. you know it wasn't that big of a deal um, but it was the build up to there and then it was like a breaking point well that was a breaking point because that sounds a little negative it wasn't it was more like a euphoric moment where it was just like it, it's here like it's it's ready to go 
Um, and yeah, I was, I was a little apprehensive to turn around because I didn't, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to expect. I turn around and I see her and that's when everything kind of just flooded over me. And it was, uh, it was a good feeling. It was great to see my, <laughs> my, my future wife standing there in her dress I'd never seen before. And she looked great. You looked great. Thanks. Yeah. And you were all smiley and so happy and like ready for the day. And you were all, you held up great. Oh my gosh. You were yes, just like, oh, there, there. And I'm sitting there blubbering. He's just like, I like, didn't think I would cry. I don't know. I, I, I didn't think so. I don't consider myself not an emotional person. I'm pretty emotional. I cried a lot of Disney films. So like, I, I know where, where my threshold it is. Exists. And I didn't know if this one was going to be above or below it. And it was significantly above it. So. Um, yeah, kind of you, you figure that out in the moment and uh, just tried not to hold anything back. If it felt natural, let it be natural. And that's kind of what got me through the day as I just kept checking with myself, even before with planning and during the day it was just, is this something I'm okay with? Is this where, how, where's my comfort level? Um, how do I want to feel during all of this? And the biggest thing, I just wanted to feel comfortable and feel um, uh, like I could continue on and that nothing was, was against my like, you know, my, my compass, my moral, whatever. So I just kept being myself and, uh, yeah, it, it sounded, or I mean, it went, it went really well. It did go very well. I think well. it went really well. Yeah. Justin shouted some expletives, not shouted, but oh, I mean, they I, like leaked out like it, the, the, the amount of emotion that was pinned up in the words that literally like fell out of your mouth. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was really great. So I look super fondly on that. But the reason that we did a first look was because we wanted to walk into the ceremony together. Mm, kind of led into the next yes. part naturally. And the reason we wanted to walk into the ceremony together is because one of the traditions that doesn't sit right with really either of us, but it meant more for me, was to be given away by my family. Yeah. Or like that transition of property from like the where the foundation of that, that exchange from. comes from and also even like away from the transition of property and more into giving your daughter away from me for me I was like Justin and I have been together for five six years at this point and we've lived together for three to four yeah. and I like it just didn't feel authentic like you're not really giving me away to him I've already been given to him in a way that that didn't make a whole lot of sense. So right. instead, it felt more authentic. And my parents are so supportive. Like, so, so, so supportive. Mm-hmm. And so instead, we wanted to walk in together because we've been walking through this life together. And that was something that meant a lot to us. But we also wanted to honor my parents and their marriage where we could. And so we surprised my parents. The song that Justin and I walked into was my parents' wedding song. So mm-hmm. the song that my parents had on their wedding day, which they eloped in Hawaii back in the 70s or something. I don't remember when it was. Maybe it was the 80s. Maybe it was early 80s. She's going to listen to this and send me a message and correct She's me. She's be mad. We wanted to... <laughs> I don't They've been married for going on 40 years, so whenever that is. I want to say it was the 80s. Okay. Yeah. I think it was. I think it was early it 80s. So they wanted, or they had this song. And so Justin and I surprised them with it. And you hear it in the video. My mom's like, oh, Dave, it's our song. And it's kind of a weird, like, islandy song, especially it's the Elvis, very beginning. It? it is Elvis. Yeah. And it's, is it Blue Who? I don't remember. I don't remember. Anyways, 
it was just the coolest freaking moment. Yeah. And everybody's very confused <laughs> whenever we're walking yeah. in because yeah. the song is bizarre. Everybody else besides your parents probably thought the DJ hit the wrong button. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my mom's like, and people look at her and they're like, what? This was you? And she's like, this was our song. And like my mom's just crying. My mom's not emotional. No. And it was freaking so sweet. I was like, that was really cool coming down because we looked for them. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, then we walk into the ceremony together and that was a really cool moment. That's like one of my favorite moments probably. Yeah. Um, we also had our ceremony in a circle. We did. Instead of like people staring at the back of your heads mm -hmm. during a ceremony, they stare at the back of your head and my butt. Instead, we all stood in a circle and we kind of stood outwardly so that we were all in it yeah, together. Yeah, all kind of facing the circle pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. So we did that. That was another thing that we did. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Is there anything else about standing in a circle? Like why we did it? Mm -hmm. Well, there's no. Really... Oh, our officiant was also on the opposite side. Yeah. He so was on the other end of the circle. Yes. That way it was, it, it kind of tied in more, uh, tied into the, the unification of the two families. Like we had our everybody why? there, everybody there that we care about that's close to us. It's not that we care about close. It's all of our immediate family because we both have a lot more people that, too many people deserve to be at the wedding it was just so hard to choose which, um, which is how point. we ended up at 13 we were just it, like let's just it, make it, it the it smallest was, as possible exactly it was either 13 or like 75 and yeah. it was like okay we gotta we gotta choose um because we wanted small we wanted intimate but there was no medium which threshold. that was also hard by the way like very hard because then people who really are like family mm -hmm. and them being like i really want to be there and i'm like i know and I really want you there too. But then you're also opening the door. Like if I invite you, then I have to invite these other people yep. and I have it's... to invite these other people. And then if I also invite you, you're a family friend, which means I need to invite my family family. Yeah. And like, it was just too complicated. Yep. And so we just went basic and we knew we were going to have the reception later where everybody could come. Yeah. And that was kind of a saving grace to tell people is, well, no, you can't come to our wedding, but we're going to have a reception with everybody that that you're going to be a part of yeah so yeah. so it was really good but you mm -hmm. you make a really good point about standing in the circle it was it tied into that unification of yeah. two families and, and also everybody like your family wasn't on my, my side and was, mine wasn't on the nope, other side it was intermingled it was very it was intermingled it, we didn't tell anybody where to stand nope. we just said hey stand in a circle yeah like our my your dad and my mom were standing next to each other mm -hmm. it was very organic yeah. and it kind of showed there was no there's no hierarchy in there. We are all on the same plane. Mm -hmm. We're all just one continuation of each other. Like, mm -hmm. it was very, very special. It was supposed to be just, it's not necessarily a day just about us. It is just as special to us as it is to the rest of the people here. Yeah. So you you, yes. are, in, you are an equal part. And everybody stood the whole time, too. Like yes. Nobody sat down. It was no production. Which everybody it wasn't was long. a part of it. It was a longer ceremony, but we all stood. It was a longer ceremony. We had people talk during our ceremony too mm -hmm. they they shared their words um we shared our vows um in front of everybody and and we all kind of had things we wanted to say to each other and it was great there was no real script like we had a structure on how we wanted to do things and get them mm -hmm. done and we followed that but i mean well there were so many like off the cuff things that could that happen and yeah. like little things that get said that don't get said at a traditional wedding because there's a little bit more of a, a well this is how it's supposed effort. to be and then there was no there was no idea on what this was supposed to be so everything that happened um was was great because it was it was um kind of um organic 
Right. We did send a message to our family and say like, hey, there will be an opportunity for you guys to like share advice or whatever. Like who does anybody want to do that? Mm -hmm. And there was kind of like a person from each couple that like volunteered as tribute (laughs) to say something. There's a there's a few people um, in in my family that aren't a huge fan of talking in front of other people. So we I mean, for for their sake, we didn't want them to like I'm not going Mm -hmm. to tell somebody like, no, I'm sorry. Like tradition says you have to do this. Mm-hmm. And I can see the fear of God in their eye. Yeah. And they're just like, please. Well, like no. your mom like, no, was like, totally fine. Like, I don't, if you don't want to say something and you don't, I your don't mom was like, I want to, but I literally don't think I can. And, and, and that's fine. And that's a circumstance to where I know it would have meant the world to her to be able to say literally any words to us just to have that to us. But she's the type of person who just cannot control her mm-hmm. uh, emotional flood mm-hmm. that that happens every time she opens her mouth or, or writes <laughs> she was anything down. The whole day. Oh man! So we knew that her silence and her tears were the biggest and best message we could have gotten from yeah. her. Yeah, and that's something too. Like when you think of doing things like this, like giving people the grace to be human and be themselves, and like not putting pressure on them. Like you have to say something though. Mm-hmm. It's like if they don't, you know, I want it to be as genuine to them as it is to us, which is the same reason that you said earlier, like this day was as much about them as it is about us. I say this in the podcast a lot. Like it's so easy for us to get wrapped up in like, this is my day. And like, yes, this is your day, but also yeah. the people like your parents have been waiting for this day since the day you were born. These are conversations that they have had your Like who do you life. think they're going to marry? Mm-hmm. And like, so we wanted them to also feel as included and everybody to have the cool thing about it being that small was each, all of these people got like equal amounts of attention and yeah. like it was not, we weren't necessarily the sole focus. And that was kind of, I also don't like to be the center of attention, which is surprises people, but, but I really yeah. don't like, it makes me very uncomfortable. So yeah. yeah. It was, it was really cool. So the ceremony was probably my favorite part. We did do our own personal vows. Um, we also, mm-hmm. for our unity ceremony, we didn't do sand. We didn't like tie a rope or anything. <laughs> Justin and I are both artsy fartsy creatives, as I'm sure you can tell. Justin is in art school. At the time, he was taking a lot of drawing classes too. But we wanted to do something that was true to us with intention. And what we ended up doing was a blind line drawing so we had this song playing um without you i think is what it's called without you by christina aguilera the first time i heard it i started sobbing because it's like if what is it unless it's with you i like i wouldn't be getting Mm. married unless it's with you like some people want a white picket fence and a hundred people getting them married but like that's not anyways so it was resonated so much. I was like, oh my God, how can we incorporate this? So that was the song that I was playing when Justin and I did this blind line drawing of each other where we literally stood. I don't know where they are either. They're somewhere in this house. Right there. They, I would like stare at his eyeballs and not pick my pin up. He did it such a different way. He picked his pin up a lot, but I didn't pick up my pin and I just stared at him and like just did a line drawing without looking at the paper and then he did the same thing, but he picked up the pen. My pen didn't work oh, in the very right. beginning. Right. So I'm sitting there and I'm drawing and I'm like, all right, I'm freaking nailing this. And I'm like, the marker, because we were using like these felt tip markers. We weren't like ballpoint pen. Yeah. And I was like, the marker doesn't feel like it's like gliding on the page. Right? So I like glance over and look. My page was still blank. 
And I was like, oh my God, like I just done, I've done so much work already. So like I had to re, I had to get a new pen. So I grabbed a new pen. And then at that time I was like, am I doing it right? And I did pick my pen up like 20 times and I was like, oh, well, I'm free balling it now. Let's go for it. So it was so fun. I love that. And then, you know, because Justin's brother is the one officiating the wedding, he's kind of like moving things along when they would, but there's also just, you know, 11 people there other than the two of us. Mm -hmm. And when we finished our line drawings, like we're just kind of doing things off the cuff. Like we didn't rehearse a damn thing. No. So it's like we finished and we look at each other and we're talking because we also don't feel this pressure of this like orchestration and performance yeah. of like what to do next. We're like, okay, are you ready to look at them? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. And then we flip them and our reactions of like, okay, okay. I see what you did there. And like, that was really, really cool. And then we put those up. And then we, that was after our vows, which our vows, we just sobbed like babies. Oh yeah. I couldn't get through mine. No, Justin, you were sniffling the whole time. Dude, I, I hear it in the video. I needed a kerchief so bad. <laughs> a kerchief. A kerchief. Um, so then we did our rings and we just did those at the same time, which was so funny. He was like, do you want to do it at the same time? And yeah, I was like, sure. It was just like everything up to that point we'd done together. So it was like, do you want to just do that? I've never seen anybody do it at the Me same either. time. So, so it was we like, like held our left hands time? out with our right hands. We yeah. like slid them on each other's put hands. the rings on each other. And it was like, I put hers on, she put mine on. And yeah. that was symbolic enough to, and the, the, the timing of I it all was it. just. It's a good memory. Yeah. Um, and then when your brother announced us as husband and wife, he, I don't remember how he did it, but he sent us a bunch of different options that we could choose from to how to, on how to be announced. Like there was like Mr. And Mrs. Justin Aiken and both of us immediately were like, no. I'm not a huge fan of that. I'm not Mrs. Justin Aiken. Mm-mm. Nope, not me. I am. I am Ashley. Mm-hmm. And even on that note, I told you I didn't have to change you, my name. If it was completely up to you, what you you decided your um, last name was going to be. Yeah, I am super grateful that you decided to take the last name. Exactly. But that was something that we talked about in lengths beforehand, just to make sure. Like, like my, my brother's wife, she kept her maiden name. Mm-hmm. And it was important to her. It was, yeah, it was very important to her. She has a lot of pride in her her name, and, and that's beautiful, and that's wonderful. So if that's what you want and you have a, a desire for that, then that's what you should be allowed to, you know, keep. Yeah, and it was harder than I expected, actually, to get, like, to actually change my name. Mm-hmm. Like, in theory, I was like, no, I want to change it. Ashley Aiken sounds amazing. <laughs> like, it really does. I'm like, that's an alliteration. That sounds so good. Yeah. I never really liked my last name, even as a kid. Like, I got made fun of because... And some girl on the playground was like, Ashley, burr. And then she acted like she was shivering. And then she was like, bank. And acted like she was a teller. And it was lame. Oh, my God. You're right. That's terrible. <laughs> the scars that must have the caused. The freaking weird things that happen when you're a kid <laughs> that stick with you. But anyways, she, no, not she. I did, So I didn't think I'd have a problem getting rid of my last name. But then when it came time to actually like do it, mm-hmm. I did struggle those first few days of being like, I don't love the idea of changing my last name on Facebook. And for a long time, it was Ashley Burbank Aiken because mm. I didn't want to take it. Yeah. Now it's Ashley Burbank in parentheses. Um, but yeah, that's harder than you expect, I think, for some people. Like, I really did struggle. That was like, that's your identity. And I'm like, my identity is changing. It's and I'm 100% your identity. Yeah. I mean, literally. I'm sure in the, every sense of the word, it's actually, actually your identity. Yeah. And I, I'm sure you've seen this where you get on Facebook sometimes and somebody will pop up on your feed and you're like, who is that? Like, who is Nick Shelby Davidson? And you'll look it up and you're like, oh, she got married. 
Yes. You know what I mean? Like, and you struggle. Not like that's a big deal. You're over it in a couple seconds, but like you're changing your identity. You're becoming yeah. somebody else, not just to you, but to the world. To the world. Um, and, and this includes people that know you yeah. well. So mm-hmm. yeah, it is a big decision to make. Like in my phone, all my friends, I still have all of their maiden names in mm-hmm. my phone. That's not weird. No. I mean, I why would you change it? Like, That's I'm even how thinking, you know them. Like my, my mom, it's now changed to Ashley Aiken and her phone because of the like iPhone sharing contact thing. And she's like, for the first few like months, she's like, I did not like it. Like you'd call and you're like Ashley Aiken. And she's like, that's my baby girl. She never used those words. She would never say that's my baby girl. But she's like, I did not like it. So anyways, um, after that, after we put our rings on together, which mm-hmm. again, this stuff is just kind of off the cuff, like inspiring you to just kind of like let things happen the way they're going to happen. Um, right after we got married, our the song Death of a Bachelor came on, which Justin and I both love the song Such Death a of a Bachelor, song. love Panic at the Disco. So we had that. That was like blaring really loud. It was really great. It was fun. Um, the record at the beginning of the song is like, you know how it goes? I can't think of it right now. You know, well, I can't mimic it, but yes, I yeah, got no, it. Not it's in all. my brain right now. Very <laughs> yeah. well. And then, um, our planner comes out with like a tray of drinks and we all like had, took a drink and we're all talking and hugging and like, we didn't walk down the aisle. We just all like collapsed the circle mm-hmm. more so. And then like shared a toast and then had dinner and we took family photos and I took an asked ton of family photos which was very important to me and i'm glad that i did and then after dinner we played charades or monikers whatever you want to call it and it was a freaking blast it was so much fun we prepared to like play flip cup and like we did end up playing flip flip cup for a second yeah you're right we did we did play flip cup for a little bit we had we had numerous games that we brought yeah. Thinking that it was just going to be like this all out jam sesh, but we stuck to monikers. We stuck to monikers. For a long time. That game is. Did flip it's cut. It's got so much potential. Karaoke. Karaoke was the night before. As no, I remember. we did karaoke this, that night too. Did we? Yeah. Yeah. Don't even remember that. You went to bed. Was I asleep yeah. already? Yeah, okay. You went to bed. That makes sense. You went to bed. And then the next. So that's like kind of what happened on our wedding. And then we went to sleep. Justin was sleeping way before I was. I try, I'm like, I have FOMO really bad. So I stayed up as late as I could. And then the next day we got up and went and drove down the street. Kind of, it was like a 30 minute drive on, on the way home to this like waterfall. And oh, we yeah. all walked the waterfall. Like the whole family went and stopped. Cause it's one of my favorite places. Was that lake called Geary Lake? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we ended up picking up trash and like litter while we were down there, which was also in very true fashion for who we were and Mm -hmm. are. But definitely at the time we Mm -hmm. picked up a lot of litter when we were living on the river. Yeah. Especially downtown. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so we did, we all did that together, which was really cool. And then Justin and I on our one year anniversary went back to the place we got married, stayed the night there. And then the next day in the same fashion, went to the same waterfall. Mm -hmm. It was really cool. Is really cool. Yeah, it was like a, a year in remembrance to kind of sit back and think about what that day meant, why we did it, and then what the 12 months that have kind of elapsed have meant to us, have been for us, and if like we're, if what we did that day intentionally is still what we're doing 12 months later intentionally, like are we still saying things intentionally to people or to our, our spouse, or are we, are we on autopilot? Because as I remember during our that time you and i were in like the greatest of um 
like on our anniversary. Yeah, we oh, weren't, no, we weren't very, conversing the best. No, we weren't. We 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 had a few a few. We did not get things along. to pick at. Yeah. yeah, so that was honestly like that was very good for us to kind of that was a good reset mm-hmm. while we were there because it was like we were here, we got married. Let's let's think about what that day meant to us, what this means to us, and what we mean to each other. Yeah, um, and it kind of gave us a second to slow down and 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 really think about because i mean 2020 for everybody was chaotic but mm-hmm. uh, for for us that was the year we got married and that was the year that we uh, bought a house so we we compiled a lot of uh big life changing decisions and and plans into a year that already um had scheduled some very life altering plans as well so it was kind of a a chance for us uh on our anniversary to uh reflect and kind uh, of do a check-in check-in yeah like this has been a really hard year mm-hmm. and they say that a lot like they say your first year of marriage is really hard and i always was like justin and i have been together for five six years before we got married what do you how much harder will it be and we mm-hmm. have gone through it like our relation some people i was talking to becca and chase when i was down there before they got married And they were both like Chase was in the middle of writing his vows. And I kind of mentioned what we did. And we kind of wrote about a lot of the hardships that we went through when we got really personal in our vows. And because we were just sharing them in front of so few people. So we Mm -hmm. could kind of say things that we maybe could not say in front of 200 people. people. And I was telling him about it. And he was like, but you guys have been through so much. And like, we, we haven't in the sense of, like they, they did not, like their relationship comes very easy. And I think for some people that's the case, but then for other people like us, our relationship didn't come, like all the odds were stacked against us always. And like Jeff even said that, I think in his, not, not his vows, but what he said, his like efficient speech. Yeah. Whatever that is. He's just like just there were so many reasons why we wouldn't be here today and still you guys like persevere and like mm-hmm. push through and i think that first year really is hard yep. even if you don't think it will be because it just That's when you're figuring stuff out it just is yep it's there's there's just conversations that you have after you're married that you didn't have when you were in like when you're dating phase, it's which just, is bizarre because it, it, also Justin doesn't stop talking as exactly like, and we talk, everybody says you guys communicate so much. Mm-hmm. And even though we do, it's like, were we communicating? We were communicating different things or we commute. I don't, I don't, I don't know, but Mm-mm. year one was hard. Yeah. Year one was a, it was a tough year. I mean, it was also when, tough when for everybody, that, but it but. was also, we also had a lot of good times. Yep. Like it's not like the whole year we were just like, I can't believe we did this. Mm-hmm. 90% of the time it was good, but when it was bad, it just wasn't the greatest. Like mm-hmm. it was just pretty bad. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, you know, we're, we're giving the first year kind of a bad rep for, you know, buckle up. It's going to be a rough ride. It, it's not. But it, it's no, more, it's okay if it. Yeah. It, like, yeah. It, it's okay. It's, it's more like you're, you're going to go through things that you weren't anticipating going through yeah and it's like it's not like things come up it, it's just but that's marriage isn't it yeah you start picturing things m- more forever than you did when you were just dating especially it, you oh yeah i was totally comfortable with we're just dating like all i gotta do is say peace and these problems go away to when you're married you can't just say peace you know you, you've got to work through things and to you know 
separate from your significant other, that's not as easy as just a decision to make. There's a lot of work that goes into it. And you have to know that going into your, your marriage. Like once you get married, it, I mean, marriage is not final, obviously. Things happen, life takes its course and things do, but it, it marriage makes it more, um, once you're married to somebody, more difficult more, to, yeah. Yeah, to, to, to um, separate. So it's not something you should take lightly. It's not something that you should think that, you know, I can just quickly whip white out over and it disappears. Like mm-hmm. this is, it's not that it's there. There's processes you go through and, and you want to be able to make sure that you are getting married to somebody that you plan to stay with forever. This shouldn't just be like a, this is a quick fix. Like they, they will be very beneficial to you regardless, male, female, male, male, female, female, doesn't matter. Your spouse, your significant other is very important to you for what they can do for you emotionally, physically, uh, mentally, everything that they, if you allow them to be, I think that's the biggest thing is you have to allow them, you have to enable them to do that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't, and you close doors from when you're dating or, or during the first year of marriage, some doors that get shut are very difficult to reopen. Mm-hmm. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. And therapy is okay. Therapy is okay. Therapy is okay. Therapy is also okay if you don't want to do it. It's okay. Just Whatever you want. Like, I do not want to do that. <laughs> I'm personally doing therapy solo because Justin's like, I don't need therapy. And I'm like, everybody needs therapy. But that's okay that he doesn't want. I do have things I have to work on myself. And I talk about this on the podcast. Like, I struggle with playing and I struggle with not working. And it has it causes rifts in Justin and I's relationship. And my therapist is helping me work on those things. So there's... Just know, I guess, know that that your wedding day will be like one of the best memories of your life. Like it it may not be the best because also like maybe you will be blessed with kids or maybe, you know, another great mile marker will happen in your life. That's absolutely Mm -hmm. amazing. And it just might be, it has the opportunity to be your best day yet. And I can definitely like look back on our wedding day and like it brings a huge smile to my face. And it's a good place to revisit. Mm-hmm. And even like looking at Justin talking about this, I've like looked at him with like a little sparkle in my eye. Like, oh yeah, I remember that. It's really, it's really great. And know that marriage is work and it doesn't just come easy and you can't stop working on it. You can't stop dating. You can't just all work, no play. Ashley, this is a note to myself. Mm-hmm. Well, like how you said that marriage is work but it's not all work and play. So like work doesn't mean to be bad. So sometimes we work and we like work. Like sometimes we get satisfaction out of out of the work. So don't think work and be like, we got to work at it. Sometimes it's fun. Sometimes that means playing video games together. Sometimes that means being spontaneous with them and you have to work on being spontaneous. But the spontaneity is actually the fun. That's your, that's your prize. Mm-hmm. So it does take work, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be um, at all negative and all yep. no fun. Part of the work is play. Like you've got to, play with each other you've got to have fun do stuff make each other laugh and giggle like if the only thing that you guys are doing is very work oriented and very structured and like well you have these responsibilities and i have these responsibilities well you're not really in a marriage you're just you have a roommate and and that's not what marriage is about it's not having a roommate with you it's about being able to take your roommate and have and give them a piece of you and that way they are now responsible for you as much as you are responsible for them yeah and justin is speaking from experience because i've had a lot of roommates i am i have been (laughs) i have been the roommate for him because i am i tend to 
just want to work and not play. And he is the one that reminds me all the time. We need to play to connect like me just doing the lawn and mowing the lawn and making sure the house is working and you doing the dishes and all this and like making sure there's food on the table. Like we aren't connecting. We're, we're running a functional household, but we're not connecting. So make time, date your partner, date your spouse. If you're listening to this, it's probably because you're looking for inspiration for your wedding day or want to learn more about Justin and I, but know that it takes, it it can take some work and it's worth it whenever you do work and actually make an impact. Cause I've, we notice a huge change now that we are working on it. Right. We've noticed a huge change since we started playing. Since we started playing. I don't like calling it work because I hate work. I hate working. (laughs) But I will sit down and do stuff all day. It's just not work. Justin, we recorded... You you need to leave, but... Yeah, I gotta get to work. We recorded... (laughs) I have to get to work. We recorded a podcast, Chris and I, last week. I don't think you know this, but it's called um, My Husband Has Five Hobbies and I Have None. And it was all about playing. Wait a second. You guys recorded that and I wasn't on it? I know, right? Oh my God. I know. We talked about you a lot, but... Telltale sign of everything. Yeah. So... This, it's a theme. People have responded to me on Instagram being like, oh my God, this has been in my heart lately. So ending this episode on a note of as you plan your wedding, this is kind of a little glimpse into what you can potentially possibly expect afterwards. It doesn't, not everybody's first year, I guess, is super hard. And I don't know how to wrap this up. Well, the topic was our wedding day and mm-hmm. intentionality. So I guess make sure what you're doing has a purpose. And if the reason that you're doing it is because everybody else is doing it, uh, please please don't let that be your only reason. Um, you won't really care for it when it's happening. And you not caring for it, other people are, are going to feel that as well. So, you know, if you're, if you're making decisions for your wedding day, even if they look identical to somebody else's wedding. Like, let's say you went to somebody's wedding and you loved the way things went. And you saw how things were. And both of you and your significant other are on board with stuff like that. That doesn't mean you have to do things completely out of left field. You can do things that you've seen before as long as you're doing them for the same reason that they were doing them and it's intentionally. Not just because they did it, so do we have to. No. Put some heart into it. Yeah. 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 So without further ado, Justin has to leave for work. I'll close this episode out. Thank you for joining us. No problem. Love you so much. Love you too. Have a really great day at work. Bye. That was actually really relatively good timing though. Yes, I'll get there like right when the meeting starts. Is it starting at 1.30? Yeah. Okay, bye. You got to go. So, anyways, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for joining in on a little bit behind the scenes of Justin and I's wedding day, things you may not know already. And we'll see you next week with Chris. He'll be, He will be right back sitting across from me, probably on my screen. Maybe we'll do it in person. Who knows? And... We will see you online in the private Facebook community. You can message us on Instagram. Let us know anything that you're thinking. Let us know if this episode has inspired you or helped you. If it has meant anything to you whatsoever, you can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen. And we will see you next week. Thanks so much for joining. Bye.